Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to episode two of the Ethan Lamler podcast show, ELPS for short. I'm your host, Ethan, and today we have with us George. Hey. Rishi. What's up? Ryan. All right, welcome back to him. Mark. Hey. And newcomer Luke. Their internet. All right, whatever. A little bit of technical difficulties. It's just barrows this year. A little bit of a new thing for us. All right, today for the second episode. Yesterday talked about round one. Today we're just going to talk about the entire draft and our draft grades from the ELPS crew. Uh, we all put our own draft our draft grades for each team and we average them out and we're going to discuss them here today. All right. Uh, Let's go to the first team. AFC The East. New England Patriots. NFC East, New England Patriots. We had a total score, C-, minus, pretty even there. It's the only <laughs> thing coming there is Rishi's D. Um, wasn't a great draft for them. With their most notable, they didn't have a first-rounder. Two second-rounders in a safety, Kyle Duger from Lenore Ryan. That was the first D2 D two or D3 uh, player taken in this draft. And then Josh Uche, linebacker out of Michigan. Uh, After that, they had a couple tight ends, some defense, and some line work there. Um, Anybody want to comment on their draft? Yeah, Yeah, I think lack of a first-round pick definitely hurt them. Yeah, I think that's what you're going to see throughout our grades and the trends i think every team that didn't have a first round pick will definitely have a lower so uh, yeah lower i mean grade so you're gonna have to take that i don't know grain of salt depending on what they got i don't know who the patriots quarterback's gonna be i don't know if stidham can get the job done in new england <laughs> yeah. i think there the are rebuild... a few things wrong with this draft for me uh, most most of it, it was uh, because of the needs that they had. They needed an edge rusher. They needed uh, new cornerbacks. They already had their safety, and they also needed a tight end, and not to mention a quarterback who they think uh, will do uh, – they think Stidham will do it, the job, except um, they took two linebackers in the second and third – with their second and third picks and a kicker in the fifth round, which was yeah. just way too early for me and not addressing the needs, which I think the draft is for. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's get to the next team now. Right. <laughs> next team, we have New York Jets. New York Jets. All right. So, Surprisingly, okay draft from their organization. You know, they're not the greatest. So, um, while I'm trying to find them, how would you guys think of their draft? I mean, for me, C is average. So, I think the Jets had an average draft. Obviously, instead of drafting Makai Becton with the 11th pick, I think they should have gone receiver here with Judy Ruggs. C.D. Lamb, I think that would have helped Sam Darnold a little bit more. But actually, I think like the their draft not not like too much of a C, but like a B minus because they did get Denzel Mims, a pretty good wide receiver from Baylor. 
I thought Denzel <laughs> Mims would have been the fifth wide receiver off the board. I really like the Mackay Becton pick. Uh, I think they should have went uh, Becton there at, on the O line instead of, uh, like you said, a receiver. Because right now they have Darnold, great quarterback, but has always had offensive line troubles. So this is a year that he's going to prove himself with a new offensive line. I think they can get the best out of Darnold. Yeah, but then yeah. again, the Jets lost Robbie Anderson. The Panthers, they don't have that true number one wide receiver. In- New York, so I think they should have gone try to get your what you think to be your franchise quarterback, um, a pretty good wide receiver. Yeah, I thought they had a pretty effective draft going after all of their needs on the O line. They got a nice wide receiver in Mims, and they uh, got a lot of defensive help there too. And uh, one of the more important picks that might pan out in the next couple of years, James Morgan, quarterback out of Florida International. He has a lot of upside. Didn't go against the greatest competition, but if he's able to pan out, they could have their franchise quarterback after Derek Carr, which would make this an A draft no matter what. All right. Um, the thing was that Jake Fromm was still on the board at that time. This is what lowered the grade down from an A to a B because of the James Morgan pick. They already have Darnold and already uh, I f- and Jake Fromm was still on the board which makes me wonder why they took uh, Morgan. Yeah, slight correction to what I said. I meant Darnold instead of Carr, obviously. All right, uh, next pick. Next team we have the Buffalo Bills. Give me one second. Buffalo Bills, we graded pretty, right down the line of B. Um, my thoughts, like I said, effective going for uh, Epineza. It was a pretty great pick there, defensive end at number 22, which really was a great value pick. They got a running back, a good running back in Zach Moss, and Jake Frum, as George said, a good backup quarterback for Josh Allen, what they have now. And, you know, pretty effective. It could have gone a little bit heavier in the defense just to solidify, but other than that, it was a – Nothing splash, splashy, nothing, not no great moves, but it was an effective draft for them overall. I mean, obviously, they didn't have a first round pick this year because mm-hmm. they traded for Stefan Diggs. So, right, that's yeah. So it was. I think the Buffalo Bills did it. Their their front their front staff they did a pretty good job with the Diggs trade. Just give Allen more weapons, and they had a solid draft. Mm-hmm. All right. What made this a B and not an A for me was uh, the kicker based on number 188 overall. I feel like Fromm was a good investment for the future, but they do they should have addressed corner um, before their seventh-round pick in Dane Jackson because they have a hole after Tredavious White. Yeah, I agree. A kicker in the sixth round is probably a reach. <laughs> Might be, but... You know, kicker's really important in today's NFL, and there's a lot of turnover. So let's see. We'll see what happens with them in the future. All right, Ryan. Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Um, A plus from us. Uh, extreme. They had three first rounds. So it would have been really bad if they didn't get an A plus. But overall. Front office, uh, Flores, uh, I'm not sure who the GM is, but 
that team is really one of my favorites right now in the NFL. They're young and they're effective in getting new talent, especially after only one year of a tank. I think they're going to be able to make a run. Maybe not this year, but next year and the years after that. They have an effective core, especially if Tua can pan out. They have a great core that they can start building out, and it'll. I think it'll really pan out for them in the future. Deal of the draft for me, uh, defensive tackle Raekwon Davis uh, on day two. I really like that pick. I feel like he could have went day one. I believe a really good pick that's underrated for the Dolphins is Malcolm Perry in the seventh round, 32nd pick in the seventh round. He was like a quarterback slash wide receiver slash running back at Navy in their offense, and he could become like a Taysom Hill type in the NFL. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Flores can do with that. He can. That's a dynamic player right there. They got right. Moving to another division, we got AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, coming off, they had the first overall, and no surprise, they took Burrow. Um, they had. They had. It was based, their draft was basically focused on Burrow, protecting Burrow, and giving him help uh, to block. And they got some help on defense after their terrible season last year. Yeah, I like yeah. the Logan Wilson pick, the third round linebacker out of Wyoming. I mean, obviously, the Bengals linebackers were embarrassed by that Lamar Jackson highlight. <laughs> So they need to solidify there. And I think Logan Wilson, he's a pretty underrated player. I'm surprised he fell that far. Yeah. Yeah, how can you go wrong well. with your first two picks being Joe Burrow and T. Higgins? Yeah, it's going to be a really effective right there. That'll be scorching the NFL for the next five years or four years or whatever happens after that. Okay. Yeah, getting the first pick in every round. Definitely helped. That's true. Yeah. And trade away any picks. They didn't gain any picks either. That's true, too. <laughs> All right. Ravens. <laughs> All right. Mark, obviously, I'm a homer here. What did we have? Why did we give the Ravens a B? Yeah, well, um, they did acknowledge a lot of uh, key points. It's just I feel like there were a couple areas where they could have done better. What areas? Like, I don't know, just overall looking through all their picks, like, they did well, but I feel like they could have done better. Obviously, well, you see my grade, so yeah. I would have to disagree. This was a did great – just Yeah, this is, in my opinion – in my very biased opinion, this is a great draft by DaCosta and company. Um, obviously, first pick, getting Queen, as we discussed yesterday, was a really great value. Then after that, J.K. Dobbins was a little bit of a – it was a weird pick, especially for what they have right now in their backfield. But it really solidifies what they uh, – it for the next couple of years. And now you've got three backfield. running backs. Now <laughs> you've got three running backs. All right. I say noted J.K. Dobbins there, and they address uh, the tackle position. Uh, Marshall Yonda, uh, who retired this offseason, I feel mm -hmm. like instead of going J.K. Dobbins here, they uh, they could have went with uh, a tackle or a guard instead to really shore up that O-line, to give 
Lamar and uh, Ingram the range they need. All right. To expand on that, the reason the J.K. Dobbins pick actually does make sense, though, Gus Edwards, their backup back right now, is uh, a free agent next year. So in order to keep it going and have some more fresh legs in, they got J.K. Dobbins who can stay behind him and maybe next year take over. Uh, third round. I, mean, I agree with George. I think that they should have gone O-line here because J.K. Dobbins, yeah. he's that type of running back where if he doesn't have that a good like O-line to run behind, then he won't like prosper in the NFL. So I think the Ravens should have addressed O-line with the retirement of Marshall Yonda, but J.K. Dobbins is still a good player, and he can probably turn out something for the Ravens. Yeah. What I really thought so made this draft – made this draft from the Ravens great with their last two picks, Proche and Stone. Proche or Proche, whatever, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. He's a great back. If you've seen his uh, wide receiver, if you've seen his a lot of his highlights, he fights for the ball, really gets in there, and he makes some spectacular catches. Stone is a really – he's super fast, and he can really uh, help them in their – special teams plays, which these two could be the steal of the draft for me. Right, Steelers. Um, a little bit more diversity from our picks here, but we're still staying around the BC range. Uh, let's hear from Mark first for a C from the Steelers. All right. Uh, the Steelers, they, I believe they didn't have a first-round pick. So that hurt them. And um, right. then after that, they just still didn't get anyone spectacular. So no standouts in the draft. And, yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Uh, Luke, if your audio is working, what would you think about their draft? Um, I feel like they did a good job of attempting to try to protect Big Ben, who um, – has had a history of injury in the past few years as he's getting older. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was one of their larger priorities of the draft. And they did an okay job of addressing it. Um, that's why I held off from the A. They didn't do a perfect job. It was an okay job. Yeah, I feel like that really sums up the draft. All right. Uh, and the last team in the North, the Cleveland Browns. So, even more uh, difference in picks here. Um, Rishi had the A. Why'd you give him an A? You know, the dog pound, they got oh, tackle. This is a little here Before we say anything, uh, Rishi might be biased towards the Browns. So They got Jedrick Wills, protect to Baker. They already have an explosive offense. They have Odell Jarvis. They just signed Austin Hooper. I mean, they just needed an uh, um, a tackle, and they got one of the steals of the draft to Grant Delpit, safety out of LSU. I think he's a really good player. He can play a lot of positions. He's kind of like an Isaiah Simmons, but on like a different tier. He just like flies. He's a ball hawk. I think that was a really good pick by them. All right, on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have Ryan and Mark at the C grade. Cool. Ryan, why'd you give the Browns a C? I believe they did not address one of their main needs, which was corner. And 
that really sealed the deal for me. Like they didn't address that cornerback position, which really tanks uh, their grade. But they did grab Peoples Jones in the sixth round to add to that wide receiver core. I yeah, really I think... like their day one and day uh day one and day two picks, and but the only the uh the positions they uh used in the last few rounds uh Jacob Phillips, Harrison Bryant, and Nick Harris. I feel like those could have been uh used on better players. And Peoples Jones is an electric player. That's one of my favorite picks of this draft. Yeah, I agree. I think that Peoples Jones might be the steal of the draft. Okay, next division. We have the AFC South. Coming in first, the Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, staying around the AEV, overall, total, the guys felt, we felt pretty good about this. Um, giving it a solid B+. Plus. Um, anybody want to talk about this? All right. Well, the Colts did not have a first-round pick, but in, mm-hmm. with two second-round picks, they really capitalized and grabbed a wide receiver and running back to add to their offense. Jonathan Taylor is a really good running back, and they got the fourth-best yeah. running back in the draft in the second round. I think that's pretty good in a steal. I think the Jonathan pick that Taylor's really... one of my favorite players. I think Jonathan the pick Taylor's that really... Made me give this their grade an A is Jacob Eason out of Washington. I think, like, you, Philip, that Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, you don't really know. Like, Jacoby Brissett's not in your timeline. Like, he's not your long term quarterback. So I think Jacob Eason was a good pick. Maybe he could, like, turn into something for the Colts. Okay, I agree. All right. Next team. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, for two A's, four B's with a B plus, surprisingly competent for this really not great Jaguars front office. Um, so they had a pretty good pay cornerback their first round. They really addressed their defensive need after trading away Ramsey, um, cornerback. C.J. Henderson, he's an explosive player. Uh, we're just going to have to see if he pans out in the future under the Jaguars. Jaguars, they're going to be rebuilding for a couple of years. So these picks, they may or may not do something with this team. It, they may only do stuff in the future. But, you know, they had to build a really solid core for their future in rebuilding. And I think – they did that with their picks, and they had a pretty good amount of them, too. Yeah, they had a dozen picks, so they were able to address all their needs. Yeah. The thing that made this was a B for me was, uh, again, the later round picks. They should have stuck with their strategy of the best player available, like they did in rounds one and two with Henderson, uh, Shazon, and LaVisca Chanel, who I think is a great player. He's going to Kind of be like what Debo Samuel was for the 49ers um, if he stays healthy. But the later round picks, um, they could have capitalized on some much better players. You have so many needs right now. You don't need to pick a quarterback in a later round, even if you feel like uh, it's just be- it's good value. 
you have other needs right now, and you can address quarterback later. Yeah, I have to agree with you, George. I think, like, I think they're the quarterbacks far off the board. Some, okay, some whack audio coming from Rishi's part. It's all right. Let's go to the next one. (laughs) All right, Houston Texans. This is where we start to get a little bit different in our what we're feeling here. Um, so we're going to start on one side of the spectrum. Rishi, one of our nicest graders here today. What do you have to say about this one? I mean, the Texans didn't really do much. Like, in this draft, they only had five picks. I mean, if you want to go after trades they made, obviously, it's probably a good D. But I think they didn't have that much. I think... Ross Blacklock from the D-tackle, I think that was a pretty good pick by the Texans, but they didn't really do much in the draft after trading away some of their draft picks. Yeah, I mean, all right, then on the opposite side of the spectrum, we got Ryan with the F grade. I think that might be our first F. What do you have to say about that? From his description, I agree with it completely. But the way he described it, that's not a B. That's an F. Blacklock is a great player. and But the thing I didn't understand was why they took Isaiah Coulter uh, in this really late when K.J. Hill was still available. He's going to be an immediate uh, – K.J. Hill is going to be an immediate impact slot start starter slot corner instead you go with this guy this no-name guy especially after trading away deandre hopkins yeah mm-hmm. all right next up the titans again a little bit more diversity in our grades uh but overall we had a c grade for the tennessee titans a little bit surprising saying how 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 great the uh, organization has been in the last couple of years. But, um, Luke, you gave him a C, which was our at mean. What do you have to say about that? It was um, average, like what we had come to expect from the Titans and their style in the past few years and their style of play. <laughs> All the picks made sense within their team. And there wasn't anything that extremely stood out to me to make it better than a C. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ryan went a little bit lower. The D grade, that's really tough on them. Why'd you give him a D? I believe after uh, looking at it further, I think I was a little tough. And I actually agree with the average grade of C. I think All right. And Rishi gives him a D as well. Let's hear what he has to say. Will he changes as well? I think Rishi's having a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, so I'll just speak then. So I give him a B, which is a little bit above average. I thought they addressed their needs fairly well. With their first round pick, they took the tackle, which really helps their run game, which is really what all of their offense is based on. Derek helping Derek Henry crush offenses and demolish their hopes and dreams. After that, they really just tried to solidify everything else. Cornerback, 
really get any help on their defensive secondary. Run it, uh, then they got Dar- Darrington Evans out of Appalachian State. He's a smaller back than Henry, but he's is explosive upside, and he's like a he's like another Deion Lewis type guy. Uh, a little, I think he's a little bit more explosive than Lewis, but he can really help out their uh, their short pass game and helping Henry with some reps as well. Then just a D tackle and then a quarterback from Hawaii, Cole McDonald. It's a little bit surprising, you know. I don't think I. I don't know. I doubt he'll make the team, so I don't really like the pick. But other than that, not a lot of picks, but overall it was pretty effective. All right, Denver Broncos, A-. minus. Um, if it was possible, I'd give them an A+. Plus. I really like their draft. Other than the Ravens, who I'm biased to, I thought they, they were my favorite draft. So, Mark, you gave him a B. What is that about? Really? Yeah, I think – all right. <laughs> I think Dogging you're... on my favorite picks here. What do you have to Sorry, say? Sorry, Ethan. Uh, um, so it's, it's, okay. I thought, it's okay. Ethan, <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were really, really close to an A. They could have gotten there if they had just gotten, like – like a more overall complete draft, uh, they were really close to getting an A in my opinion, but there were just um, some things that they didn't do that they could have that was holding them back. All right, um, Mark, you're a Penn State fan. What do you think about KJ Hamler? I think that was a great pick. KJ Hamler is a really explosive guy. They can use in a slot. Um, great weapon for. Um, uh, Drew Luck, and um, yeah, he's really explosive. He's gonna have himself a career. All right, let's move on then. Chargers B grade. It's a little bit of a weird pick from our analysts, all of us, if you will. Uh, three A's and three C's, which makes it into a B. All right, let's hear from three side, two different sides of the spectrum again. George. You give him an A. Why? Well, the only bad pick of this draft for them was Justin Herbert, first overall. After that, you get just great players. Uh, Kenneth Murray on the defensive side of the ball, where it was one of their biggest needs. And Ohio State, K.J. Hill. I think he's going to be one of the biggest steals of this draft. He goes in the seventh round, except he had a fourth-round grade for me. So, K.J. Hill, one of the big steals of the draft, as well as Kenneth Murray. This makes it an obvious A. So, I'm going to have to – I'm going to change my grade here to, from a C to a B. I, they didn't have many picks, so that's why I, I, I can't make it an A, is they weren't able to get all of their needs. But I agree with you. K.J. Hill was a great steal, and as well as Kenneth Murray. Their middle of the draft, four, five, six, was a little bit weird for me. I don't think they hit all of their needs, so it's not really an A, but it's a solid B. I'm changing it, too. I think with yeah. the picks they had, they maximized, like, what they could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to change back to a B also. 
because they did do a reasonable job of addressing their needs. Like they filled the spot of Philip Rivers, who's now on the Colts. So, and they have a good team for that young quarterback to fill in. Like, they're going to do pretty well with Herbert. And they have some good receivers for him to throw to. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's move on from the Chargers. Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders, weird to say. I gave them a solid S here. We had, this is super different. Again, you see me and Mark at the opposite sides of the spectrum here. So let's hear from Mark first, then I'll give my two cents. All right. Uh, I think they got a lot of weapons to help them out, especially on offense. Early on in the draft, they got some receivers, and also they uh, looked at their needs on defense with Damon Arnett in the first round. So I think overall they did really well addressing what they needed to do. All right. So I give him an F. And just to put it blatantly, this draft sucked. It, it really did. First pick, they have all of the wide receivers on the board, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy. As I said yesterday, I don't want to get repetitive, but Henry Drugs the third. I don't think he's the best in the year. Um, then afterwards, they had okay, but they took two other wide receivers, and they had they have so many more needs on defense. Only taking cornerback safety. They only got secondary help on defense when they needed so much more from pass rushing and linebacker help. And I, they got a guard in the fourth round to help off their offensive line. But I don't think it was effective at all at addressing their needs. I just really hated this draft. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Ethan. Henry Ruggs is what they needed at um, number 12. They needed a vertical threat. You already have people like Tyrell Williams who are threats in the middle of the field. You need to some, something to put the defense on edge. Yeah, that's a true, but weapon. the Damon Arnett pick was horrible. I mean, you're reaching for Damon yeah. Arnett when you don't know how good he's going to be. He had that a, was their only bad pick, though. Tanner yeah. Muse, he's going to be the next – he's going to be like Isaiah Simmons. No, he's Mini not. Isaiah. He's not. Yes, he will be. No. He's a safety linebacker hybrid who can do it all. This, Tanner Muse is going to be electric. Yeah, but did they need the safety help? They already got Arnett, you know. Tanner Muse they needed will be playing else. linebacker for the Raiders. Yeah, they needed a, they need linebacker, and they went – They need Arnett. Yeah, but Damon Arnett was not a good pick. He had a second Hughes round. Hughes is grade a linebacker. On, he's, a late he's second going, round. He's like an Isaiah him. Simmons. Hughes is a cover linebacker. I so if he's that's like what Patrick they need, Queen. But, he just needs to add a few more pounds. He's going to he's, he's going to be a great no, player the, in the NFL. No, yeah, exactly. He's going to be one of those players that are better in Queen, uh, better in the NFL than in college. I don't think so. I think they needed somebody to really get after the quarterback. They didn't have anybody last year, and. They're going to suffer this year again without that. Well, I believe it's a completely different need that they didn't address, which is quarterback. Like, yeah. Derek Carr isn't the best, and I think they could have used the quarterback, at least give him a try. Yeah. 
Talking about the edge rush, Ethan, uh, last year yeah. they spent their number four overall pick on Cleveland Farrell. He's really going to take a big step this year, I believe, uh, with uh, the new with coaching and especially with less pressure from him because of this incre- uh, this great secondary now. But they don't have anybody else on the opposite side of him to help Max Crosby, relieve the so pressure. He's all right. There's nobody going to relieve the pressure of double teams like you see on every other great team. 49ers, the Chiefs, the Ravens, all of the top teams, they have, they have two good edge rushers to come in. What do the Raiders have? They, don't have, they only have one. Farrell and Crosby, that's who they have. Crosby really showed up in the second half of the year. I don't also, think it's going to uh, be enough. Like, I think that the Raiders should have gone Patrick Queen instead of Damon Arnett. They need to address linebacker. Obviously, Vontez Perfect didn't work out. They need that um, leader in the middle of the field just um, control the defense. All right. Kansas City Chiefs, B minus. Again, really different picks here. Um, lowest pick, Rishi. Would you say about this one? I mean, I'm gonna revise my grade a little bit, give it a C okay. instead of a D. I mean, you All draft, right. you're the Super Bowl champs. You draft Clyde edwards helaire I think you should have gone Jonathan Taylor here. I feel like he's a more explosive back than um, Hilaire. I just think, I mean, it's just an average draft. Like, there's nothing much you could do with this pick. George, you give him an A. Which is a little bit surprising for me, but why don't you explain that? Although uh, Hilaire isn't the greatest pick at this position, uh, this is the player they need. Because um, well, they're, they're doing a running back by committee. And all the good teams right now, they have running back by committee. And this guy, he's not going to be a standout back, but he's going to be what the Chiefs need to fit the mold. Also, their next two picks, Willie Gay, uh, linebacker, uh, one of the steals, I think. He could have went early second round. if uh, He could have went in Jordan Brooks's place, I, I feel like that. I feel like. And TCU uh, uh, lineman Lucas Nyang, uh, I think he's going to be the steal of the draft. This man is a absolute dominant force who could have went in the back half of the first round. All right, I'm going to have to make a slight correction to what I said earlier. I said Rishi was the nicest uh, pick. The nicest grader. I'm going to have to go with George on that one. Really, this is not an a, really George. kind. This is not an A. This is not an it's A. It's what no. they needed. These first three, they really Jonathan hit on these Taylor, first they three need, rounds. Jonathan Taylor would have been a better pick. George, you're throwing out. No, but Edward Taylor is who they needed. <laughs> they, they want a running back by committee. They don't want a singular standout back. They already have David. They have Damien Williams, too. They're going to have multiple the running Niners backs. didn't know who, what they were hit with from these uh, backs, especially with Mahomes uh, throwing the ball. This guy's a pass-catching uh, beast who's going to fit their mold of what Andy Reid is trying to do. I disagree, but yeah, whatever. I think they should have gone just with Jonathan Taylor, that one standout running back, and relieve the pressure off Mahomes. Yeah. The only question mark last every game quarterback. And they dressed their secondary uh in Sneed in Sneed and Keys, which I think uh are pretty good picks. 
and what they really needed. All right. Uh, That's all the teams in the AFC. Oh, you're just doing the AFC? Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, I guess that ends it there then, right? Yep. All right. Uh, this has been episode two of the ELPS podcast. Ethan, I'm a podcast show. Um, I'm Ethan. See you guys next time.